Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Does your attention match your intentions? I know mine hasn't the last few weeks, and I'm ready to get that switched right back around. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I'm Maria Casillas, your host, and I am so glad that you have tuned in today. Hell, I'm I'm glad I tuned in today. (laughs) I mean, that's quite the change over the last few weeks, wouldn't you say? Uh, I have just so much on my mind and in my heart that I want to share. And like you, I have been kind of just grappling just with this whole coronavirus thing and how it's just completely shifted everything that's going on in our household. I am sitting right now inside the minivan and I know that that's not something new except that the difference is normally when I'm recording in the minivan it's because I got up and I drove my kids to school and I'm you know on my way home and the baby's sleeping in the back and I don't want to get up. So um, that's usually why I'm recording here. Today I actually left the house with the baby sleeping because my husband is working from home and I knew that he would be able to hear her if she woke up. I especially or intentionally, excuse me, walked to the minivan. I'm sitting in <laughs> in an unstarted vehicle uh, because honestly, that's the only place that I can find that is A, quiet enough and B, where I can talk loud enough without actually waking anybody up. So um, I, as this whole thing unfolded over the last week and a half, um, I, like you probably, am just trying to navigate what does our new normal look like. And admittedly, I was not able or willing to fit the podcast recording into that that schedule uh, until today. I, I woke up today and I told my husband, look, if we are going to have everyone home for the next three, four weeks, I can't go that long without getting some of this stuff out. And so I said, enough with the excuses. And I'm just going to make this happen. So so that's when I walked out to the van and I just said, I'm going to throw on a jacket and I'm just going to sit in here and chat with you guys <laughs> and see where this takes us. Oh my gosh, so much has happened in the last three weeks since I last visited you. And one of those things was I went to Vegas. Now I went to Vegas, probably at what most people would say would be the worst time to go to Vegas. Uh, But for me, it ended up being the absolute best time to go to Vegas. And when I say that, what I'm talking about is I went there about a week and a half ago, right before Vegas completely shut down due to the whole social distancing thing. And we, I was going for a live event, which I absolutely loved. By the way, if you have the opportunity to go to live events, whether it's through a coach or just a mindset thing, I mean, whatever, they are just absolutely incredible. And I highly, highly suggest that you consider doing that at some point. But anyway, I went to this live event and there were about 15 to 20 of us. It was very small, very intimate, which is exactly why I was willing to go and spend money to be there. I love that hands-on, you know, individualized connection. Uh, That is so much better for me than a group of 400 people where it's just a lot of cheering and not a lot of actual um, work that's being done. So anyway, because it was so small, we were not forced to cancel that event. But what was crazy is we're in Vegas and it was just eerily 
quiet there. Like there were just not, not many people at all because it had everything had been shut down, and um, it was it was just it was perfect timing for us, but unfortunate timing for everyone else who had gone there for all of the other events that were happening. So anyway, uh, while we were there, I, my kids were technically on spring break, and we were planning to come back on Monday, and then on, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, that's when everything just completely shut down, and uh, we found out on Saturday or Sunday that our kids were not going to go back to school for at least another week and a half. So we came back on Monday and just kind of started going into the whole, um, I don't know if you know this, but we're moving. And so that happens in two weeks. And there's just, I mean, a whirlwind of things that are going on right now. We honestly don't know even what's going to happen with the sale and the purchase of the houses. So when I say that, I mean, everything has been under contract. We were having close of escrow dates set for March 30th and March 31st. Today is, I don't know, I think it's the 23rd. I really don't even know. Um, so that's only about a week away. However, with this whole coronavirus thing, people are losing their jobs left and right. And it's not anything that has that to do with them, right? It's just because of the service industry that are no longer allowed to work like the restaurant and um, other home store industries, whatever. And so um, there are many out there who are unsure of what their job situation is going to look like in the next few weeks, which that might be you too. And I'm sure that that's very scary if you're not quite sure what to expect. I bring that up because if the person who's buying our current house somehow loses their job between now and the next week, there's no way they're going to get funding for the sale of this house. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at that. What I'm laughing at is the absurdity of us being a week out and having no clue what's going to happen. Like no clue. We could also have, you know, the appraisal for the house we're buying. Perhaps that goes lower than it was supposed to and the funding doesn't um, come for that. I don't know. Like this is just unprecedented time. So we have zero idea really what to expect. But the only thing I can do, one thing I learned when I was in Vegas, one, I mean, there are so many nuggets that I learned. And I promise I'm going to get to the one I talked about, about your attention meeting your intention in a second. But one thing, other thing that I learned when I was in Vegas is that stress and fear is nothing more than trying to be in control of something that you can't control. And there is just, in this situation that we are currently in, there is so much that we cannot control. And I just, I've surrendered. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to pack. I'm going to pack the house as if that's exactly what's happening in two weeks that we are, well, now it's one week, but that's what my mind was saying a week ago. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to just continue to do the things that we said we were going to do. Now, granted, we had to add in a few extra things. Um, you know, we wanted to make sure I had I know I'm kind of going all over the place. This is what happens when I don't record for a little while and when I just wake up and directly go to the van so that I can avoid waking up the kiddo. Um, you can hear my raspy voice and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so, anyway, um, when I when we came back, 
Obviously, there was talk of, you know, needing to make sure we have enough supplies and enough food just in case there's an actual shutdown. And we live right outside of California. Well, not right outside, but we're right in Arizona. So a lot of times, you know, if California does something, then, you know, Arizona is a few states after that where we where they kind of follow suit. So we don't know if our state is going to be in some sort of perpetual shutdown. And so we wanted to at least make sure that we had a few supplies and a few uh, you know, extra cans of food or whatever. And listen, guys, I had actually up until this point had been working on getting rid of all of that stuff. I wanted to, in fact, I did a podcast episode several months ago about using up what you have. And the purpose that I was doing it for was so I didn't have to pack it all. I didn't want to travel, you know, move it all from one location to another. So we, you know, pared down some of the extra pantry supplies that we had, the staple foods. We got rid of a lot of the extra hand soap and, you know, the shampoos and stuff. And by got rid of, I just mean we used it. We consumed it. We wanted to use it up so we wouldn't have to move it. And as soon as all of this happened with this whole coronavirus thing, everyone's like, oh, well, you need to have extra toilet paper. I'm telling you, I got rid of <laughs> what we used up. We stopped buying some of the extra essentials because I just didn't want to move it. Then when we come back, they're like, okay, well, you need this. Now you can't find toilet paper and blah, blah, blah. So we added onto the list of things to do to actually go back and bring some of that back into the house so that we would have enough in the in uh, in the instance of a shortage, and here we are, uh, do undoing all of the work that I had done <laughs> over the past four weeks or four months, excuse me, and so there are there are several times when I could have just sat down and gone, I'm done, I can't do it anymore, you know, this is this is too much, and. I was talking to my dad once and he, he heard me laughing. He's like, well, you know, I got to say, you sure know how to sure know how to laugh in a, in a, I don't know, stressful time or something. And I just, I had just gotten back from Vegas and I'm like, you know what, Dan, I can't control some of this. I can only do what I can do. And so I'm going to control the things that I can control, which is almost nothing right now. And then the rest of it, I just need to stay in the moment and do what I can. So I do encourage you um, to to hear that and just, you know, if there's something that you can't control right now, in fact, there's probably a lot of things you can't control right now, uh, but don't stress out over it. If there's some, if you have nothing that you can do, your worry over it is not going to change the outcome. So I just don't even know how I got in that. That's not the topic I wanted to talk about today. What I want to talk about today is the brilliance that I heard in Vegas. And that was, does your attention with an A match your intention with an I? How many times have you intended to do something and then did not pay attention to that? Just like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, over the last few weeks, my attention has not met my intention. I have intended to serve you, to get out of of our routine or throw the podcast into a routine, and I have not done that until this morning. This morning, I want to you know make that a priority, and I hope to do that. I hope to pay attention to that each day over the next couple of weeks. I want to do that and show up for you intentionally. When it comes to the intention of having a good marriage, for example, or a good relationship, you intend to do that, but are you paying attention to that? And the same thing goes with the way that we behave with money. 
Are you intending to make your money behave for you, but not paying attention to those little details? I think that that's one of the things that we just kind of forget about. And then when we don't get the results that we're looking for, we're left baffled going, well, but I wanted to do this. Yeah, but you didn't pay attention to that. And anything you don't pay attention to will eventually fail. So if you have a a relationship with a spouse, for example, and you don't pay attention to that spouse, eventually the spouse will go away. And that's the same thing with your money. If you don't pay attention to your money, it's going to go away. And we want you to have, we, me, I want you to have a, a, a strong relationship with your money in such a way that you pay attention to what's happening with it so that you can use it for the things you're intending it for. This may be especially important during these uncertain times because perhaps you are one of the individuals who is currently not working. Maybe you've been furloughed because you work in the restaurant industry or perhaps you work in you know, the, the uh, hotel industry or the casino industry and, and all of these social gatherings have been completely shut down. So perhaps you are sitting there going, I don't have my steady income right now what the heck do I do with that? How do I make this work? And so I want you to focus on the intention. What do you want to make happen with that money? And then start paying attention to those things. Perhaps right now you don't even know what you have, what intentions you have for that money. I can help with that. That's exactly why you want a coach. You want somebody who can help you identify what intentions do you have so that you can then start paying attention to the right things, the things that are going to get you the results that you really need. Book a call with me today. Go to chatwithmc.com. Choose a time that works well for you, and I will find a sitter for that particular time. I normally have hours set up where there's a sitter being paid, and you know I don't have the kids at home and everything, but it's just not happening right now. I mean, I'm not going to have my kids going to sitters. The kids, the other kids aren't in school, and so we're having to work around some things, but I'm not changing the hours that are available on there for you, okay? I want you to choose a time that will work for you, and I will make that work when you book that call. So again, it's chatwithmc.com and I look forward to connecting with you there. You guys, thanks for tuning in today. If you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please go do that. And while you're there, if you could just leave a five-star rating, that would be awesome. And uh, yeah, as always, I appreciate you listening and we'll be there. I'll I'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.